All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Butter Dish. I'm Natalie Delaney. And I'm Heidi Bollard. And we're going to talk about everyone's favorite thing in the entire world. <laughs> pictures! Woo! <laughs> yeah. Raise uh-huh. your hand if you love pictures of yourself. Oh my gosh. I actually raise my hand. I don't totally I wish hate I, them. Not all the time. <laughs> not all the time. It's sort of a work in progress. The irony is that I think most people have definite feelings about them mm-hmm. for sure. And so let's actually, we're going to talk about a couple of different aspects of picture taking. We're going to also talk first about um, before and afters for your own personal self and your mm-hmm. own personal use. Then we're also going to talk about things that influence before and after pictures, your own or also people on Instagram. And then we're going to talk about liking yourself or hating yourself in pictures. Mm-hmm. And that will be the summation of our podcast today. Excellent. Feel very energized having had food. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely makes a difference. All right, so let's talk about before and picture, before and after pictures, and why you'd want to take them at all. Mm-hmm. Well, we, you know, we are always talking about taking data because reasoning from your emotions is never a great way to determine your progress. Um, so taking before and after pictures or progress pictures, as we call them, um, can really reveal a lot of change that the scale doesn't always show, um, body composition change, especially if you're somebody who's um, trying to build muscle or Mm -hmm. have body recomp, this is going to be a better tool for you, air quote, than the scale will be for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, weight weight loss, a lot of times, you know, can manifest in um, strange places like your wrists or your neck or (laughs) um, back fat or some places that you don't necessarily measure with measuring tape. So taking pictures can really... um, yeah, your your future self will be happy you did. And we're just going to like throw it out there. A lot of you guys are just not that objective about yourself. <laughs> I know it seems like you can look in the mirror and be like, I could tell whether or not like I've had loss or I look better or whatever. But how many times have you gone mm-hmm. back and even like seen a picture of yourself? Maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago when you were totally feeling it with your outfit and being like, oh, I'm not as cute as I was, as I thought I was <laughs> back then, right? And the same thing goes good, bad, positive, negative about your own personal self, especially in photographs. Um, the other thing about pictures that is also helpful too is that it just gives you a little bit more context for who you are as a person. If you are, you know, trying to see change, trying to make changes, whether it's weight loss or muscle development, starting with the fact that you're owning kind of where you're at, I think is a really important exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely get a lot of pictures uh, due to the nature of our job and our coaching program, but I will tell you that the women who send in pictures with them smiling regardless of where their starting point is, generally have better success. Mm -hmm. We get a lot of, ugh, gross, yuck. A monkey with his hands covering his face. And whenever you start anything for your own personal stuff with that kind of energy, you're never going to really feel like it's productive. Exactly. Because when you're starting from a place of, I don't want to be this versus I'm excited about creating this. Yeah. And so a couple points for um, great before and afters or progress photos, whatever Mm -hmm. way you want to call it. Um, We actually heard this trick from Lauren Simpson. She says to take a video. Yeah. And while that is actually helpful, because I don't know about you, but getting my husband Mm -hmm. to take pictures, he's like, this is like the weirdest thing you ask me to do every couple of months, which I get, or sometimes, you know, timed timer or self timer Mm -hmm. or whatever can be hard to like prop it up and things like that. Uh, Video is nice because you can turn around as well as like, stop it, take screenshots, pick which angles or which part you want. Um, so that's like a helpful tip that I have heard. Absolutely. Um, so a couple of things about uh, a more improved way is also make sure that you're trying to wear, you're wearing the same underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, we know the beauty of 
high waist and a push up bra. <laughs> um, obviously, underwear can cover uh, mm-hmm. or support a myriad of different things, as well as making sure that your lighting is similar, your background is the same, as well as the angle. You yes, especially I would say the angle is probably when you're doing comparisons, the angle really matters. And you'll want front back side, Mm -hmm. both sides, but also relax. Like a lot of people tend to put their arms up Mm -hmm. um, and you could have that option as well, but make sure you take a variety, even ones unflexed ones more with your arms relaxed by your side, try not to like suck in or flex anything. (laughs) Um, although it's really tempting too, (laughs) and you can take those as well. But as far as like from a way to see composition more evenly, um, it's going to be hard to remember how you know, tightly you clenched your butt cheeks. Maybe oh in a photo. <laughs> so keeping it consistent is really yeah. you know, the name of the game. Yep. Absolutely. So let's talk about some of the things that influence how a picture looks. Mm. Well, definitely like we talked about the angle, the pose, the lighting, um, what, you know, your tan, how splotchy your tan is. <laughs> Or how tan you are versus how tan you're not. Oh, right. Sometimes what it's hard parts to, are tan? What exactly. Parts like if you're taking pictures, you know, at the end of summer versus like, you know, the end of winter is going to look a lot different. <laughs> Just saying, I mean, there's a reason why Bikini Pro competitors are spray tanned a couple shades darker because it really does make things pop. So I'm not saying that everyone needs to go out and um, get tan because obviously we have skin cancer concerns, but <laughs> let's also not dismiss the beauty of a spray tan. Mm -hmm. Well, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's no, um, whether you, whether you get a spray tan or whether you, these are pictures that you want to be proud of. So just, you know, anything you can do to put yourself in a situation where you're more likely to smile and be excited about it than, um, you know, feeling, feeling terrible or in a big, in a shamey place. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be the first one to admit, like, I really wish I would have had more pictures Same. from the very first time I started counting macros, but I was so, you know, disgusted with myself mm-hmm. that I only took one, which was the requirement to get, you know, my body fat percentage excess. And I look back at that picture now and I'm like, would it have killed you to like take a couple more? Probably <laughs> maybe back then it would have, but it would have just have been nice. Um, so do your future self a favor and have your own back Yeah, and, and take some pictures. Yep. So let's talk about some of the things we hear about in regards to pictures. Um, and, you know, kind of to what we were talking about a little bit earlier about things that influence pictures. This also definitely goes into the before and afters that you see on Instagram. Um, now, remember, there's a lot that maybe you're not looking forward to, but like for the air quote trained eye, we can see right through a lot of people's before and after pictures. Yeah. Um, even now the fact that some people wear shorts in one and like mm-hmm. black leggings, high-waisted leggings in another, everyone looks amazing in black leggings. That's just exactly <laughs> what they are designed for. So sometimes people can get a little bit disillusioned by like, oh, look how much progress she's made. And not that they haven't, but you're also not looking at it from like a, a equal comparison point. Yeah. Ab- yes, absolutely. I mean, the, the way you, the way you pose, the flexing what parts you aren't. I mean, we see, we see those kinds of side-by-side pictures all the time of like one, one side is like sad, poor lighting, depressed slouch. And the other side is like super bronze, happy, good posture. And like doing the booty pop. 
Totally. Like one has defeat all over and the other one is like, you know, empowerment. And so there's going to be a completely different look in your body language just from that alone. And those, those are, those are pictures that we're just assuming are unedited. There's a whole, that's a whole other discussion too. Yeah. I mean, people can get real creative in Photoshop. So Mm -hmm. also just keep like a, you know, take it with a grain of salt as far as how much you let those kind of ruin your day. Um, We know historically, a lot of people get really affected by the things they see online. And that means that person maybe needs an unfollow or a, a mute. You know, you don't need to haze yourself with other people's progress pictures. You have to have your own back in your own fitness journey and where you're at. So one of the things we hear a lot is like, I'm not seeing any results. So mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about that. So the best thing to do is to really get somebody who has um, a different eye than you. And uh, so I'm sorry to say, yes, you're going to have to probably show some <laughs> your pictures because first of all, what you're doing is you're going to immediately go to your trouble spots. You're going to be like, let's just say, for instance, me, I'm always going to be looking at my midsection, no matter what. That's the first thing I'm going to look at whenever I take a progress picture. I'm not going to notice quads or a booty or calves or shoulders or anything. It's going to be my stomach. And what do we know about trouble spots is that they are usually the last to change. Yep. Yeah. And that's really, that's really pretty much every, everyone, right? Like you, you're going to go to your trouble spots first. You're going to be slow to see your own progress. And it's really like, I mean, I, like I was telling you right before we started this pro this podcast, I mean, there's pictures at the beginning and like midway through my fitness journey. And really like the difference seems pretty minimal to me, but I, you know, that's not the feedback that I've gotten, but I also know that I can see that really clearly in other people's pictures. So, and they, they claim they can't see it. So I understand that like somehow there's the lens of the camera and then there's your personal lens. And sometimes it's just obscured. The other thing you also have to make sure that you're aware of too, especially online is that you might be actually seeing like this person's leanest picture set. Um, a lot of people, when they get really lean, they take a lot of pictures, a lot of photo shoots, and you're seeing those dispersed onto their feed and Instagram over a year. So there's a, it's easy to believe that some people stay lean year round and are there people that do? Sure. But the general population will have a phase where they are slightly leaner than others. And so please make sure that when you're looking at people's feeds and pictures, you realize that you literally could be looking at one moment in time over a year or two. Totally. Great Um, point. Let's actually talk about body composition um, and the scale and pictures. Um, We have a client who's lost like one or two pounds, but what are her pictures? Oh, her pictures. She's down several inches around her, you know, both of her waist measurements, um, her arm measurements, her thigh measurements, but the, the scale weight really has not changed dramatically at all, but body composition change is just, it's, it's not going to be represented on the scale, which again, measurements are important, but there's pictures are really, um, can be really stunning and it as a representation of the progress and can also, it addresses some self-esteem points that these other data ways of taking data just don't. Right. Especially if you spent a lot of your time relying on the scale to tell you how you feel, to tell you how you're doing, to tell you like what their next steps are. Mm -hmm. Um, Pictures can give you a lot more clarity around what's really happening. Well, like in fat loss, it's just, I I read an analogy about how it kind of works like taking off sheets of a paper towel roll. You know, it's, it's more subtle than you would think. Um, And so a lot of times we look for those, these outside validation pieces to like, to confirm that we're making the progress that we want to be making. And I think that 
progress pictures just have a very unique place in determining all of that. Oh, a thousand percent. I mean, case in point, like how many times have you maybe lost two or five pounds and you're feeling super pumped and you're like, I lost five pounds to somebody. And they're like, cool. Like they didn't really even notice. I mean, what's that saying? Like five pounds, you know, 10 pounds, like something, 15 pounds, they'll notice or whatever. It does take a lot for some people to register that you've actually had any kind of profound movement. So if you're waiting for either someone to tell you or the scale to tell you, you'll know by your own data with pictures. Yeah. All right. So Heidi, liking yourself or hating yourself in pictures? (laughs) So, um, well, I wonder why you're asking me this question. Um, well, I would, if you really, if you really want to get to the other side of it, um, I suggest opening an Instagram account where you have to put pictures of yourself constantly. Um, it'll definitely make you face it. I've never been one to like getting my picture taken or really like looking at pictures of myself. But that has improved over the years. And honestly, one of the things it's <laughs> these aha moments I'll rarely sound that profound, but honestly, one of the biggest ahas I had with with it was just, I don't have to like every picture of myself. It, that's completely fine. Um, who I don't know that I don't I don't know that I even aspire to be the person who loves absolutely every picture of myself. But all at the same time, as soon as I allowed myself to just like have that be okay and not go into a shame spiral every time I see a picture that seems to be unflattering to me. Um, once I stopped making such a crisis out of that, it's just sort of, it's just kind of fine, whatever. <laughs> There's just like so much. Um, and that also opened up the uh, possibility of actually really liking some pictures of myself. Um, this really came, <laughs> I remember, do remember one specific moment though, a few years ago where you, um, I've always had like an issue with my profile and my, my, like how pointing my chin is. <laughs> this is just goes back to my childhood wounds. Okay, guys. Anyway, so um uh, the, this picture, the, like the wind is blowing my hair, like straight back. And you posted it with like a really nice message about me or whatever. And I was like, I think I even talked to you about it. And I was like, Hey, so this, this was done in love. She obviously didn't pick a picture that she thought was terrible of me. So could it be possible that a picture that I think is terrible of me, somebody else thinks is pretty of me? And maybe I'm not 100% right in my assessment of the pictures all the time. Plus, you know, as a part of our business, it's just not every, whether we're talking about podcasts or posts or pictures, like trying to control every single representation of me is exhausting and really comes from, you know, can we get through a podcast without mentioning Brene Brown? doesn't matter. <laughs> is it a podcast that we don't mention? Seriously. Not at all. Well, it's just, you know, trying to control that is a version of putting armor up, you know, of, of um, protecting yourself from being vulnerable, but that also means you're not being totally authentic either. I really love that point. Like you don't have to love every picture of yourself. I mean, where does it even say that? <laughs> like where in like every picture you've ever taken and like, I mean, let's, can we really go back to school pictures? I mean, <laughs> hey, one, two, three, smile. Like, ah, oh right. Gosh. Like I mean, our ID cards from high school. Well, or, or even the right. marvelous Mrs. Mazel, where she like wakes up every morning before her husband to like make herself look all pretty. Like, like you're supposed to be every angle, every day, every moment, like looking in like this super approvable way. Right. right. And it's the same thing with like any kind of photo, right? Whether it's like a picture of your kitchen, but does everybody see like what your upstairs bathroom looks like? Right. Or, you know, things like that. But I, you know, 
which Heidi's point about, you know, the birthday post and, and it's funny, it's coming to me now the picture and it is the wind's blowing. It's side profile. You're, you're looking down smiling. I love that shot of you. <laughs> it's so epic with the sky and everything like that, but this is what it is. When you're looking at yourself with a negative lens, you're never going to see anything good that anyone sees in it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the same thing goes with everything, everything was I'm working so hard and there's nothing happening. Although all the meanwhile, people are like, Oh my gosh, you know, like you're working so hard here or like, I can see this or see that, you know, it's like, it's really hard for us to believe if we're only negative noticing. Right. And so, you know, as far as I mean, like not everyone is going to be like this in your life. Let's not even pretend that we don't have friends who pick the best pictures of <laughs> and post them on there. But, you know, the way that I feel about Heidi is like, it does, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense for me to post something that I don't think is flattering of her or beautiful mm-hmm. of her. Right. Like I, just like like same thing as with her like if she posts something of me and I'm like yeah that's not my favorite or that angle looks really weird to me or I feel like I look fat there like I have to assume the best that Heidi isn't gonna like try to throw me under the bus with a picture right Mm -hmm. and um I mean we have like we've all done it we've all looked at pictures and like I you know let's just say Christmas cards for instance (laughs) like I mean I definitely don't want my whole family to look wonky but I definitely want to show up well especially if I'm sending it to a bunch of people who haven't seen before so we understand that sometimes the way you feel about yourself in pictures can definitely reflect on the way you feel about yourself. But that being said, it's only a tiny second of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've all taken enough pictures on our phone to know that, right? Like, you know, totally. Well, it's interesting. The point you make there though, because it's, it is, I think that even that picture that we're talking about the evolution of the last few years of, you know, working on healing trauma, working on being more accepting of ourselves, like has actually changed how I feel about even those specific pictures, right? Because some of those, like, yeah, like it was, uh, I was like in fourth grade, I went to a, a orthodontist consult and the orthodontist told my parents that they'd want to, they for sure want to break my jaw because my chin, otherwise my chin would just be really too pointy and it would be not a very good profile. So that was one of the experiences. I have more, <laughs> but one of the experiences that formed that belief, but like kind of addressing that and questioning that instead of proceeding along the path of like, oh, I have a messed up profile. Like, yes, what do I care about? Like what Ardeen Clark said in 1991. You know what I mean? Like, like we have evolved from, from this place and like the same is, it's just an interesting experience to look back at things that used to hurt your feelings and they don't anymore. It's another way of determining progress. Oh man. I love it so much. And I think one of, you know, I, am I, this is, this is obviously not like scientifically peer, peer reviewed or researched or anything, but I do feel like the more pictures you're in, or videos or whatever it is, the more accepting you are of who you are. Yeah. You build your um, tolerance build your tolerance for it. Like you can be like, so I don't look great there. Okay. Or, you know, so that's not my best picture. Okay. Uh, also looks okay. like the world's still turning. Yeah. <laughs> and I, the more you remove that kind of like shame around how you look and, and how you believe you show up, remembering it's just a snapshot. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm kind of the opposite. Like I actually don't really super, I've never really super minded pictures of myself because I felt like I almost had more control of the way that I composed myself. Where if you just saw me in, you know, in my own natural habitat, like I would have less control over like what I put put out. Right. So it's interesting how we have these beliefs, true or not, around, around pictures. Totally. So on that note, you don't have to like every picture you're in. Um, but and like it just that's a great place to start just being okay with that 
And then from there, who knows what that, just that little step forward in acceptance of like, I accept that sometimes I look at pictures and feel bad about it instead of doubling down on like, no, I must fix myself so that I'm always looking right in every angle and every way. And you'll notice that a lot of that bleeds into the way that you believe you need to show up, right? Mm -hmm. Or you believe that society or social media wants you to show up, right? Yeah. And speaking of showing up on social media, oh, we have something exciting happening in a couple of weeks. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> well, guys, we are going to do our... Do you like how I do you say guys? Hey guys, that's such a <laughs> that's always such a classic Instagram thing to do. Um, we are actually having our first ever five-day challenge. But we're a pure butter fashion. We're going to put a little spin on it because we're talking about all the BS that we have noticed over the last six years on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, the the straight out lies, the um, the lies of omission, the, <laughs> the Photoshop, the lies. between the lines lies um, and addressing just a lot of the confusion. I mean, you guys know that you, you know, you take one step into, you know, pursuing one fitness or nutrition aspect. And you're going to find all kinds of contrasting advice. Like, should you eat this? You shouldn't eat this. This will kill you. This is best for you. Like all, all of that drama that can get really confusing and paralyzing as far as like, what do you need to do to see the progress that you want? So we'd love nothing more than for you guys to come out and hang out with us live for five days. If you can't make it, that's okay. You know, we'll uh, send you the replay in your inbox, but you can sign up with us on www how many W's did I do? I www.butteryourmacros.com backslash lies. <laughs> w pleasure, W fun. L-I-E-S lies. So we can't wait for you to join us on that challenge in a couple of weeks. But on that note, we'll see you on the next episode. Oof, you made it. The butter dish didn't melt your face. Thanks so much for hanging with us. If you enjoy that episode, we'd love it if you would subscribe, share it to your social media, or leave a comment that all really helps. So the kids say, <laughs> if you want to find us, you can find us at Instagram at butter your macros on the web at butteryourmacros.com, Twitter and TikTok at what's up butters. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks. <laughs>